Hour number two of the G.I. Jake Show right here on Fan Run Radio. Jake Miller, Brett Hollander, Marcus Young, intern Jack. One more hour. We're going to be joined by Jake Crane here in about 18 minutes right here as we break down the NCAA and their temporary victory, essentially, that they got yesterday. First up here on the sit rep presented by Son Upholstery and Fabric. Tennessee takes on LSU tonight, 7 o'clock on the SEC Network. Tennessee enters the game now as a 13-and-a-half-point favorite. Up next, it looks like we have a new streaming service that is coming our way. More streaming services. More and more and more streaming services. Before you know it, you're paying $500 a month between cable, internet, and streaming services. This one involves three major networks, ESPN, Fox, and Warner Brothers, we're going to create a joint streaming service. Hmm. And it's going to gear towards a comprehensive package this fall. There's no name for it yet. But it's going to include the NFL, the NBA, MLB, and NHL. It's an appealing bundle for cable cord cutters who are sports fans. They're trying to pipe it up in this article. Each company will have its own third of the service. Like I said, it does not have a name or a specific launch date. And is subject to finalizing agreements. But it is a further acknowledgement of the splintering of the cable bundle as more consumers gravitate towards streaming. Now, here's the thing. You won't be able to watch every game on this service. So why, my, my question is, why in the world would you go for this service if you cannot watch every game? If you're not guaranteed every single game, why would you get it? That's why I have such an issue with streaming services like ESPN+. Plus. If I'm on the road, you know, somebody's driving and I want to watch the game, I want to be able to pull up ESPN Plus and be able to pull up the ESPN game without having to be subscribed to a cable service in order to watch the game. If Tennessee's playing on the SEC Network or uh, ESPN, ESPN2, ESPNU, ESPN News, ESPN Deportes, I don't care what it is. I want to watch the Vols. I can't do that because you have to be logged in to a cable provider in order to watch those games. Pretty stupid, if you ask me. It, of course, it is National Signing Day. That is up next in the sit rep. I don't know if we've signed anybody today. I don't know if anybody has signed anybody today. Quite frankly, I don't care. Real Signing Day has already happened. Let's pull up the tracker here and see what we can find out. And I have nothing. How about that? How about that? How about that? Another news. <laughs> up next. Marcus, you have something about the NCAA, considering yeah. that Tennessee and Virginia, the two states respectively, uh, did not get granted a temporary restraining order yesterday against the NCAA. But, Marcus, I feel like this is going to be short-lived, and you actually have a quote from that. Yeah, so Pete Nakos, I think is how you say his name, from On3, uh, there was an article talking about it, uh, about the temporary restraining order being denied by the judge. His quote, though, he says, while Tennessee and Virginia aren't granted the temporary restraining order, order, the judge notes, quote, considering the evidence currently before the court, plaintiffs are likely to succeed on the merits of their claim under the Sherman Act. So despite the fact not getting their restraining order, a judge or the judge uh, feels that given the evidence he's seen, unless something new is brought to the table, that Tennessee and Virginia... Uh, should be able to win. Uh, this It just feels like a setback more than anything. I don't think this is going to hurt us. I think this is just going to make us have to deal with the the whole 
not being able to talk to recruits about NIL for the moment. So, well, I mean, I'm not concerned. Here's the thing: I, I could care less what the NCAA has to say. I really could. And we're going to be talking about this with Jake Crane here in about 14 minutes extensively. Because this is an organization that has lost all their power. They're trying to cling to whatever they can. Trying to retroactively punish anybody and anyone that they can. Because there's members on this board that are trying to protect certain universities. Do you guys know that there's a representative on the Board of Governors for the NCAA that is from the University of Georgia? What are they doing? They're trying to protect Georgia's best interest. They're not trying to protect the student-athlete's best interest. They're trying to protect Georgia's best interest. Notice that Georgia's not being brought up in anything that has to do with any sort of punishment. Even though, when Tennessee got in trouble, we were under investigation. There was a recruit in which Tennessee had offered $175,000 to. The kid chose Georgia. You think he went to Georgia for free? If Alabama's offering you nothing, but Tennessee's offering you a quarter of a million dollars to sign, which offer are you taking if you're a student athlete? Pretty easy, really. I mean, think about it. Let's paint the scenario. Uh, you don't come from a wealthy family. You come from a middle-class household. You get offered $250 to commit to one school. You get offered nothing to commit to another, and you're a four-star recruit. Where are you going? You're taking the $250,000. Yeah. Marcus, what would you take? I'd be taking the money. I'd be taking the money, Jack. Yeah, I'm there too. Exactly. So, I mean, the thing is, it's like, these, I I don't even know how you even get appointed to the Board of Governors in the NCAA. I don't even know how. The NCAA is nothing but a fraud. That's all they have been. Their sole purpose for existence over the past, however long they've been around, has been to make sure that college athletes do not get paid. That's all it is. They just don't want college athletes to get paid. That was their sole purpose for existence. That was their only source of enforcement. And then you have rare cases, unfortunately, like the one at Penn State, where you have to act, and you have to act quickly. But with these infractions cases on recruiting, these are not cases that are cut and dry and done in two months. These things drag out years. you got to think, we made it through two full football seasons and a winter break and a spring break before we got our sanctions from the Jeremy Pruitt scandal. And they came onto campus in October of 2020. And here we were in the summer of 2023, and they finally dropped, you know, they dropped the punishment. Oklahoma State is another school, and we talked about this one extensively, about how you had a basketball team in which the coaching staff was gone. All the players had already filtered out. Completely new roster. I don't even know if they had the same athletic director. Yet they're hit with a postseason ban because of something the previous staff did and previous players accepted. Kofi Coburn from Illinois. Y'all remember him? Sounds familiar. The big guy, yeah. So he got in trouble because he sold a pair of his game-used shorts. Like, they were his, and he just sold them. And he gets in trouble for that. James Wiseman gets in trouble 
for accepting $8,000 while he was in high school to move from Nashville to Memphis. Penny Hardaway paid for that. Penny Hardaway was not a coach at the University of Memphis at the time. He was just his AAU coach. Didn't Manziel get in trouble for that autograph thing he did? Manziel was signing autographs, yes. In the hotel room or whatever it was or yes, something? Yes, he did. But James Wiseman, the thing is, Penny Hardaway, since he went to the University of Memphis, was considered a booster. Yeah. And that's how he got in trouble there. And then he becomes the coach, and yeah. then they lump him in on that. It's like this happened years ago. Yeah. This had nothing to do with the University of Memphis. This had more to do with AAU than it did high school ball or college ball or any of that. Right? Yeah. And then they basically suspend him, and they're like, uh, no, we're, we're going to play him. And then he just ultimately opts out of the season because he doesn't want to deal with it. And quite frankly, I don't blame him. Yeah. You mentioned Johnny Manziel and the autograph signing. Yeah. Okay. Well, my thing is, what's wrong with trying to make a little bit of cash? No. And we know that these guys were getting Well, Johnny Manziel might not have been getting paid because he wasn't a highly touted recruit. Johnny Manziel needed money, though. Maybe. Yeah, didn't he come from a pretty wealthy background or family or something? They were fairly, or was it him? Or, they were fairly middle class. Were they? Okay. I couldn't remember. Cause, yeah, I don't know. But, but, yeah. But the point is, you know, you expect these kids to live off of, you know, free tuition, free room board. Yes, they have a dining plan. Okay. What about these guys that come from warmer weather states that move out here? All of a sudden, they can't get paid. They can't have a job. I didn't know if y'all knew that. Like, you can't have a job if you're a student athlete. You don't have time to have a job. Yeah, that seems kind of ridiculous. And you can't even go buy a $50 coat if it gets cold outside. And that's on the cheap end. Yeah. That's my problem with the NCAA. Let's get Joshy Boy in here next. What do you say, Joshy Boy? We lost him. Good. <laughs> what? What? Can't say that. I can say whatever I want to. Okay. I can damn say what I want to. Why well, did you make a Carson Beck get in that car or whatever it was the other day? The Lamborghini. Well, it's legal. Didn't break any rules. Yeah, I mean that's. But I mean they're talking about it in reference to this whole Nico. That's why the NCAA is coming after Tennessee because the whole Nico thing. So I'm just wondering why. You know, I don't know. It's just. I, I'm just tired of talking about it, to be honest, but I know it's a big deal just because it involves us, but I don't know. I, I just don't think they're going to win, so uh, the NCAA. Mm-mm-mm. I mean, it's all it's all ridiculous. It's all ridiculous. By the way, something else for the sit rep before we, before we move along. Mm-hmm. Auburn tried to come after our guy. Oh, yeah. They tried to come after Rodney Garner. And despite a push from Auburn, Rodney Garner will remain at the University of Tennessee. And that is huge. Yeah, I mean, that, that had to be that would be tough for him. I mean, he's he went to Auburn, right? Or, oh, yeah, he and his cousin did. And somebody, some, I heard his wife still lives down there or something. I don't I mean, his kids, I, I know his kids go to school here, though. So, yeah. I don't know. It had to be. I'm glad he stuck around. Thank goodness. I don't know what we had to do. To keep him. I mean, you got to keep Rodney Garner around. You know who his cousin is. Does anybody know who his cousin is? No. Charles Barkley. Oh. Oh, okay. Look, look at a picture of them side by side. They look just alike. They're both from Leeds, Alabama. Both went to Auburn. That's a high pedigree right there. Uh, Yeah, I'd say so. You want, you want me to get your uh, your blood flowing there with anger? Sure, what do you got? 
What are your thoughts on the whole Mincy thing? Like how he keeps going to the media and talking about. Here's the thing. When they. When they came in here in 2022. Their whole thing was it's a gimmick offense. You heard that crazy weirdo that's on TikTok. Bucky, Kentucky. Him and his veneers and his cheap Alvin's Island necklace on TikTok. Talking about, we're about to show you what real football is. It's a gimmicky offense. It's a gimmicky offense. And the whole week I was like, okay, we'll stop it. Go ahead and stop it. Tennessee proceeds to score 44 points to Kentucky 6. And Gerald Mincy's kind of adopted that same mentality. Gerald Mincy is up there and he's saying, well, yeah, I don't have to hurry up no more. This is going to prepare me for the NFL. I'm learning pro terms. I'm learning how to run a pro offense, blah, 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 blah. Gerald Mincy's a clown. I don't know if y'all have figured that out yet. He's a clown. Quote, Kentucky's got to do more to earn it. I'm glad. I like the underdog. I love the underdog. Well, there's more. So when we go there November 2nd to Neyland and we bust them in the mouth, we can put the standard back over here. I love being the underdog. I don't look at it as a The standard was never there. I just look at it as another game to go out there and get my job done. Is he stupid? The standard's never been at Kentucky for football. Ever. Especially against us. Why are you calling out us? What does he do? Is he that stupid? (laughs) Clearly he is. This is his third school in three years or whatever. I think he's mad that Tennessee fans were annoyed with him picking. Like, Here's the thing. You want to transfer, I have no problem with that. But like, I would like to see what Florida fans said about him when he chose Tennessee. They probably said good riddance, like good luck, Tennessee, we're never going to win. He, he should have been kicked off the team for what he get. He was basically suspended for the Florida game, right? Yeah. Because he had – Because he decided to do something stupid. Yeah. So – we supported you. We kept you on the team. You were a starter. We needed you, and you were hurt. And yeah. like, and now you're leaving us and calling us out. Let me guess. He's going to be hurt, or he's going to get in guess, trouble. Let me guess. And guess who he's going against next year when he comes here November 2nd. He'll probably sit out. I wouldn't be playing against James Pierce. No, I wouldn't want to play against him. I wouldn't be in this crowd. I wouldn't want to be against him, Tyree West, and Joshua the other 102,000. That are going to be screaming at you. He's going you... to hate life. Yes. I mean, can we can we all agree? He's probably going to hate life when he comes into Neyland Stadium on November. He 2nd. just left a top fifteen team preseason next year for a. I don't even know what you call Kentucky. I mean, it's not like you went to Kentucky basketball. No. Well, let's be honest. I or mean, he didn't go to Georgia. Kentucky, Kentucky yeah. also lost Liam Cohen too, so it's not like boo hoo. I'm just saying that's the lost their quarterback, lost the best running back. I mean, they. They're going to struggle next year. Good. I hope they struggle because, Mark quite frankly, Kentucky his... grads, I don't know if y'all know this, and keep out the med- medical school that they've got. The medical school is actually yeah. pretty good. Yeah. If you went to the University of Kentucky and you have a degree, guess what? You're still just as dumb and stupid as you were before you went guess to the University of Kentucky. Guess where they're working in right now? Back we... to the coal mines. I'll tell you what, them coal mines were cold on Sunday morning. <laughs> Stay with us. Jake Crane from Crane & Company joins us next right here on Fan Run Radio. Ever been the coach who realized the team's gear just wasn't up to par? Well, if I'm being honest, that was me. Just a downright irresponsible and plain bad coach. Then, SM Athletics changed the game. I want you to picture this. I walk into their store, a coach 
with a vision. SM Athletics didn't just see a coach. They saw a team's potential. And they delivered custom uniforms so striking. Our team's spirit soared. From cutting-edge apparel to top-notch equipment, SM Athletics transformed our presence. No more unreliable online orders or envying the other team's style. SM Athletics stands for quality design and on-time delivery every time. Coaches, elevate your team with SM Athletics. Call 865-966-3434 or visit smathletics.com. Get the best for your team, delivered right and on time. So, elevate your team's game by contacting SM Athletics today. Are you ready to flash that dazzling smile? Well, look no further than Knoxville Smiles. Our experienced team is here to give you the care and attention you deserve. From routine checkups and cleanings to advanced cosmetic treatments, we've got you covered. Say goodbye to dental worries and hello to a confident, radiant smile. Don't wait any longer. Schedule your appointment today and unlock the power of your smile. Call 865-539-1776 to schedule your appointment today or just visit KnoxvilleSmiles.com. A brand built in Tennessee and born from the love of the game. Inward Half revolutionizes golfing comfort. Crafted by a former pro and dedicated enthusiast just like you, our luxury performance wear guarantees you stay cool and comfortable through every swing and every day. We're not just a brand. We've set out to create a lifestyle for those who understand that impeccable style and premium performance are a hole-in-one. Enjoy the walk-in with Inward Half. White Claw is taking hard seltzer to new heights with White Claw Surge. At 8% alcohol, White Claw Surge is a stronger wave of refreshment that doesn't compromise on taste. Available in four bold waves of flavor like ripe blackberry, citrusy blood orange, zesty natural lime, and tart cranberry. Check out your favorite retailer in-store and online for the White Claw Surge Variety 12-pack and 16-ounce single-serve cans. White Claw Surge, please drink responsibly. eBay Motors here for the ride. Elbow grease and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. LED headlights, spoilers, whatever you need. eBay Motors has it all at affordable prices. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride every time. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to bring home the win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Items only, exclusions apply. Back here on the G.I. Jake Show, right here on Fan Run Radio, Fox Sports, Knoxville, 105.7 FM, 1340 AM online at the new and improved fanrunradio.com and on your free and new and improved fan run radio app pleased to be joined by jake crane from crane and company now at the daily wire jake what's up man oh man just uh getting ready for another uh, crazy day of college basketball tonight and then obviously the super bowl this weekend man so uh, a lot's going on a lot going on indeed i mean we've got three major networks that are potentially about to sign a streaming service deal that would give everybody another option. But then you've also got the news dropping yesterday that the judge did not grant Tennessee and Virginia's request for a temporary restraining order against the NCAA, in which the NCAA seems like it's trying to retroactively punish schools for stuff that happened when there were no rules for NIL. And right now, yeah. when you look at everything going on 
with the NCAA, trying to put regulations on NIL. It's like, try to keep it from being the wild, wild west. They cannot get a grip on it. And it's like, okay, well, we have a couple of rules now, and we want to punish schools that did it before we made it a rule. You just can't do that. I mean, this is just bizarre yeah. to me. And quite frankly, it's uh, it's just asinine at this point that the NCAA really thinks that they have any power left whatsoever, considering their sole purpose, it seemed like, for decades was just to stop athletes from getting paid. Yeah, no, look, I mean, this is like <laughs> – this is like retroactively giving people speeding tickets on the autobahn. Like you just you don't do this. Like it's if they were smart, which look we all know this person. Like everybody that really smart dumb person. Like the person that that can that understands finite math and like quantum physics, but forgets to look both ways before they cross the road. I just think all those people work at the NCAA because if they were smart. And, and they really wanted to try and maintain some semblance of power, they would have just said, listen, we know we kind of released this thing without any rules. It was very vague and it was contradictory. We're just going to grandfather in everything that happened before, and from here on out, here are some guidelines and guardrails that we're going to have moving forward. But they, they're not smart. They're too uh, egotistical to do that. They want to selectively pick out certain places and punish them for rules that number one didn't exist but number two if that's the case then you're going to have to go after everybody that's had a collective and they're not going to do that so i think this is doing nothing but speeding up the process of the ncaa and power five or high level college football decoupling and listen i want a governing body but i want it to be made up of people that one really want what's best for the sport or at least the closest thing to it Two, are actually involved in the sport at a granular level so they know how it works. And then three, actually has a semblance of power so when they do hand out rulings or suspensions or, or suspensions or things like that, then they can enforce them. So uh, I hope that's where we're moving, but this is just the dumbest thing of all time. But nothing shocks me uh, when it comes to the NCAA, and I hope it burns down the house even quicker. And the problem that I have with it is – the schools they're going after, it's teams that have seen some recent success, obviously Tennessee being one of them, and, of course, signing you know, probably our best quarterback we have signed since Peyton Manning and Nico Iamaliava. But then they're also going after schools like Florida State, you know, a team that went undefeated in the regular season, did not make the college football playoff. You know, We saw the deal with the Cavender Twins at Miami, and then you're going to start to see it at Texas A&M, and it's like, why are you going after the logo schools? Why are you going after the schools – that can generate revenue? Why would you go after teams that can get to a national championship game, to a college football playoff? And in some cases, you know, we'll even pivot to basketball, teams that can get to the NCAA tournament and get to the Final Four. It's like they're targeting, in my opinion, the wrong schools. Because it almost reminds you a little bit, if you were around for that time, of course, you watched the 30 for 30 about SMU. The only reason that SMU was looked at by the NCAA is because they had beaten Texas who they had not beaten in forever. Texas one of the top teams in the nation at the time. Well, the next week, the NCAA is on campus, and the reasoning was, well, SMU just shouldn't be a good football team. And now I know that Tennessee and Florida State have been out of the realm of those good teams for a minute. But in the mindset of someone from the NCAA, it's almost like they're going at it the same way that the NCAA went after SMU. Now, I don't think anybody's going to get the death penalty, per se, but it's almost like they're going at them as if, well, Tennessee shouldn't be a good football team. 
Well, Florida State, they, they really shouldn't be a good football team. So why are they selectively enforcing who they're going after? And which, by the way, someone on the board of uh, infractions, I guess, the infractions committee, you know, of course, they're from the University of Georgia. There are certain schools that are on this, whether they be Division One, Division Two, or Division Three. But it seems like they're not going after the guys they should, per se. Well, look, my, my thing is that, number one, we, we all know that the NCAA has selectively chose not only who to punish, but if they have to punish somebody they don't want to, being unbelievably light on what happens to them. I mean, look at look at Duke, Kansas, and North Carolina basketball compared to, to what happened at, like, LSU and other places. I mean, look, the selective enforcement has been going on forever. That That's almost baked in. The problem I have is that the rules that they're going after for Tennessee and Florida State didn't really exist. But if you're going to go after that rule, then you have to go after every single major player in the NIL space. It's stupid in practice and in execution. Like, it, again, it's, yeah, they selectively enforce. They've always been doing that. But it's what you're, in, you're trying to punish people for now uh, opens a, a gate into a, a world where everybody's going to get it. And and that's not sustainable from the SEC's point of or the NCAA's point of view. So it makes it even dumber. Absolutely. And I want to jump back to the original question that I posed to Jake. You know, talking about people who might be the most book smart people you've ever seen in your life, but don't have a lick of common sense. Mm-hmm. I mean, this this happens all the time, and it's coming from like some of your higher, I guess, upper level people in the realm of whether that be governing, whether that be you know athletics, whatever it may be. Because I've seen a guy who's a lawyer, one of the smartest people that I know put a bag of pre-pop popcorn into the microwave thinking that that's how you actually heat up your popcorn. So, I mean, there's stuff like that that happens all the time. That's what you're dealing with with the NCAA. And then pivoting to, you know, this new streaming service, Jake. I know we didn't really talk much about this before the show, but I'm assuming that you've seen where ESPN, Fox, and Warner Brothers are talking about making a a collective streaming service where each company would own a third of it, and it would broadcast NFL, NBA, MLB, and NHL games. But it's not going to be able to get you every single game. So with this, and I've not read too much into it, do you think that we'll be able to actually watch games that are on the flagship ESPN, ESPN2, SEC Network, and ESPNU without having to subscribe to a generic cable service like Comcast, AT&T, Spectrum, wherever you live? Is this going to be something in the future to where it's like, okay, well, if you only watch sports, then this is for you? Well, uh, listen, it's funny. I heard they're going to call it cable. I heard that's what they're going to call it. Um, no, look, I, I think at this point, you know, I, I get what they're doing. And, look, I hope that it makes it a lot easier and you're able to watch more games. My question is, one, is it just going to be uh, streaming the games? Or are you going to have other shows that turn the way that some of these, you know, big networks have where they're just injecting politics into everything that – has to do with, with the sports realm, which has been one of the downfalls of, of the four-letter network. So, look, I hope it works. I, I want availability. I want to be able to one-stop shop at a place that, that I can watch, you know, a whole collection of games, especially if you bet on the games like I do. I mean, it, it's going to make it a lot easier. But, you know, I always find myself asking, Jake, I mean, how are they going to screw this up? I mean, that's the big thing is how, how are they going to screw it up? Because every time you see a good idea, it's like, how are they going to mess it up? The only one that I've seen where it's like, okay, I can get behind this 
is YouTube TV because you throw a multi-view in front of me. That's what I use. And it's like, yep, that's okay, what I use. it's like, this is great. But then you go to the multi-view and it's like, you can't pick and choose exactly yeah, which know. games you want. That's the only that, thing. That's got to be the next evolution, right? That's got to be the next evolution. But could they do that though? But now I guess if everything's together and that you don't have like Fox and ESPN competing with each other, therefore they can't be on the same multi-view. Can you now, if they're all in one place, you ought to be able to pick it, right? I mean, that's what I would think. I mean, I want to be able to watch if there's two big games going on at the same time. I want to be able to watch those two big games at the same time. I want to be able to move my little clicker For sure. to, to where I can choose which audio I want. And if I want to set up two TVs, I want to be able to watch eight games at once. That, that's what I want to be able to do. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's the perfect situation. I mean, there's only a couple ways that you could make my Saturday better, and that's one of them. Absolutely. And, Jake, looking at the college basketball landscape right now, of course, you mentioned where it's going to be another wild night of college basketball. Of course, Kentucky bounces back in a major way last night. Tennessee bounces back with a big win at Rupp Arena this past Saturday. And then North Carolina last night kind of caught some of that post-big game hangover against Clemson. You know, Clemson jumps out to a 17-4 lead to start the game. And then all of a sudden, it's like, okay, well, North Carolina, they're going to come back. They're going to win this game. Because something I like to take advantage of, especially in college basketball, is live betting. Because you just you track the run. You track the run. And if a team goes on a run and you're confident that other team is going to come back, then you can fade the run in a sense. Well, last night, even when Clemson went up 17-4, to the live bet only had Clemson at minus one and a half. So what advice can you give to this crew and our uh, lackluster betting history since we've started this show about betting college basketball. Oh man, um, well you know the funny part is this year I you use the hangover reference. I mean college basketball is just drunk. Yes. I mean it's it's the most parody that that I've seen in one season. And, and last year we had FAU and San Diego State make the final four. Uh, betting college basketball is really hard. It's, I think it's one of the hardest sports to bet. But I do think live betting is the better option because you can kind of get a feel on maybe how a team's shooting, how they're playing, uh, the pace of the game, you know, over and unders. I like to live bet kind of more than the others. And, I mean, I I don't think it's a bad strategy. I know a lot of people probably live bet North Carolina as they got halfway through the second half when they were down about eight or nine uh, and it ended up not working out. But, you know, I I actually like – I'm big on the home teams, obviously. I think the effect of some college basketball arenas are worth almost double-digit points, you know, for some examples. I like parlaying a lot of home teams, but when it comes to college basketball, the live bet's the move. But, yeah, man, I mean, especially in our neck of the woods in the SEC right now, this is as good as I've ever seen the conference from top to bottom. Uh, I mean, you got what South Carolina's doing and Lamont Paris is incredible. There's just They could legitimately get 10 teams in which is just nuts to think about because when I was growing up, uh, SEC basketball was Kentucky and then maybe Florida or maybe Tennessee or, or one other team was sneaky. Now, I mean, it's like just getting jumped by a group of ninjas every time you play a game. Uh, speaking of college basketball, I, I had a random take that I'm curious uh, your thoughts on. To me, a lot of the top five teams right now feel a bit fraudulent. Um, especially to me, I think Purdue just having Zach Eady, I think if you take him away, I don't think Purdue is a top five team, but the biggest one I would like to get your opinion on is Kansas, Kansas to me being number four, obviously losing to Kansas state in overtime recently. 
I, I look at the teams that they've played and who they've lost to recently. You know, obviously they, we lost them early in November, but I look at these teams now. If I were to put Kansas and Tennessee together, I'd feel a lot more confident Tennessee could get that win over Kansas. Do you see them as a top five team right now? Do you see them making any kind of impact in March out of, out of the Jayhawks? Uh, yeah, look, I'm, I, I mean, I don't think you can. we can even use the word fraudulent with, with anybody in college basketball this year. It's just everybody's fragile because there's, no, that, there's not that one or two teams that's just way better than everybody else. Uh, I mean, we, how many number one teams have we had? I guess if you had to pick one, I would say UConn because of obviously the experience they are returning from last year and what they did at the end of the year. And with Purdue, I mean, I see what you're saying, but uh, you take the best player off any team and, and they're not going to be nearly what they are. And he's also 13 feet tall. I don't trust Purdue's guards to play defense against some old heavy-shouldered guards like Fairleigh Dickinson had you know, last year. But, I mean, there's really nobody that I'm looking at and I'm like, well, it's, everybody's going to be chasing this team. It feels like it's wide open. So when it comes to Kansas, I look at, at what, you know, how many ways can you win? Because the teams that survive March Madness are the teams that can win rock fights, they can win high-scoring games, they can win games where they don't shoot well, they can win games when they do shoot well. Kansas has all the pieces. I think having Hunter Dickinson down low is, is a great equalizer. But if they played Tennessee right now, I would take Tennessee because I think Adu can – can at least stalemate Hunter Dickinson somewhat, and y'all got Diet Luca with uh, with uh, Dalton Connect up there. So, you know, that's a good nickname. I mean, look, look at him. I'm not saying he's nobody's Luka Doncic, but he's about the same. He plays a very kind of similar style in when it comes to the way he scores the ball. So, uh, look, I think Tennessee this year, and I know the joke on Rick Barnes is. You know, you get to the NCAA tournament and, and you can't win. Well, they, they've run into ruts because they didn't have that one guy or multiple guys that could go get a bucket when they were going through those lulls. You know, it was Viscovi or Bust. You know, it seemed like the last couple of years. Well, now you got that thing running around. I mean, dropping 30 a game, you know, at any point, Viscovi can, you know, d- d- can be a decoy if he has to be. Ziggler can be a decoy if he has to be. So, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Picking – Picking who's going to win college basketball right now, it's you might as well just throw a dart at a map. Uh, hey, Jake, uh, this is Brett. Uh, I want to uh, switch over to the Super Bowl real quick. Uh, we get in some heated debates in here over one Patrick Mahomes. And I've tried to tell this, these guys each week. It was Ravens. It was the Bills. They bet against Mahomes. Uh, for good reason. Maybe this year he's been down, doesn't have the weapons, a lot of drops, things like that. But as I've told him, you really can't, when it gets to playoffs time, the one thing we know is Mahomes is getting the AFC Championship game. He's going to Super Bowls, and he's arguably, he's already in the conversation. He's one of the best ever to play the position. So I just want to get your thoughts again. It's that I also, I've also saw a stat that Mahomes 10-1-1 against the spread. Obviously, he's you know an underdog on Sunday right now, two-point underdog. So me, I'm, I'm Mahomes all day on Sunday, and... Uh, that's just me. I just want to know what your thoughts were. Yeah, I'm not betting against this cat anymore. Um, I've I've retired. I'm not doing it. Um, there's some guys you always bet against. There's some guys you never bet against. I'm especially not betting against Patrick Mahomes and Taylor Swift. <laughs> I mean, y'all like yeah. Again, like on one side, if it's if it's not fixed, Patrick Mahomes is probably going to find a way to win it. And then if it is fixed, it's definitely going to be fixed for Taylor Swift. So either way, you know, I'm I'm I feel like it's going to be the Chiefs, 
And listen, here's what I'll say, and I said this on, on Crane and Company this morning. If the 49ers get off to a bad start again, like they did against the Packers and like they did against the Lions, the Chiefs will not let them back in that game. I don't care how many weapons they have. Because I'll tell you right now, the best part of the Chiefs team is the defense. Patrick Mahomes is incredible, right? What he's doing with basically him, Travis Kelsey, and and a bunch of insurance salesmen, it's incredible. It's what he did last year was incredible. But the scariest part about Kansas City was the scariest part about the Patriots. Mm -hmm. They can beat you on defense. I just talked about this for college basketball. The Chiefs haven't given up double-digit points in the second half in like the last nine games. They're a complete team. And the only thing scarier than a Patrick Mahomes team with a bunch of offensive weapons is a Patrick Mahomes team that may not have all the offensive weapons, but they have an incredibly balanced team and a dominant defense. So I'm just I'm done betting against this guy. Yeah, I mean, think about it. Who, who wants to win more than a guy that's surrounded by the idiots that he's surrounded by with his brother, who's a clown, <laughs> with his dad, who's a drunk, and with his wife? who I think's you know, a couple quarters short of a dollar. I mean, at some point, dude, you've got to go out there and do something good. <laughs> oh, my but goodness. Just, just imagine with me for a moment, though, the Cinderella story that we'll see on Disney of Brock Purdy lifting up that Super Bowl trophy. I'm nah, try- you, won't, you won't see it on Disney. He's come out and said too many good stuff about the Bible to be on Disney. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, jump back to the NCAA stuff one more time. You know, we were talking last week about how great it would be if Florida – could get in on this lawsuit because could you imagine Ron DeSantis and mayor of Knox County, Glenn Jacobs, AKA Kane from WWE getting involved in this lawsuit together. There would be no chance that the NCAA would come back from that. Matter of fact, if it wanted more national media attention than what it's getting, that would be my way to do it. Shoot. No, no. And Ron, he'll send some of the national guard troops up to the NCAA. Don't, don't mess with the football. Like you think that you think the border's the problem. Start messing with the football. Then you'll really find out. <laughs> Here's what I'll say. You know what I want to have happen? What's what that? would just would be the ultimate dagger is not only do I want that, I want everybody. I want it to be bipartisan. I want Cory Booker and Ron DeSantis handshaking in front of the Capitol building, taking on the NCAA. I want it to be the, the tsunami just just overwhelming and just, just obliterating the NCAA. I want Chuck Schumer hugging, you know, uh, Mike Johnson in front of everybody. <laughs> you know, that, that's what I want. I want. I want Matt Gates and Eric Swalwell, you know, cheersing to the to the downfall of the NCAA. Oh, AOC and Tim Burchett, could you imagine that? Yeah, a- yeah, hands. yeah, yeah, <laughs> a- yeah. AOC and Kevin McCarthy hugging it out. Oh my goodness, that would be phenomenal jake thank you so much for hopping on man tell us where to find you on twitter yeah man it's really easy it's uh jake crane underscore you can find us on crane and company live each weekday morning 6 30 a.m to 8 a.m central if you can't catch us live uh it's uh stays on there forever it's c-r-a-i-n and company and uh, yeah man we have a good time absolutely jake thanks so much man we'll talk soon all right y'all be good that is jake crane from crane and company making his presence felt here on the gi jake show stay with us when we return Marcus will make his return to the G.I. Jake Show betting tracker as per the boss. Stay with us. Final segment of the program coming up right here on Fan Run Radio. Are you ready to play hard and work harder? Are you looking to take the next step in your career with a company who celebrates hard work and appreciates those who do it? Then it's time to join the movement at Axel Logistics. 
Axel is looking to expand their award-winning sales team with logistics consultants who are outgoing, ambitious, and thrive in a fast-paced environment. If that sounds like you, visit axelogistics.com to learn more. Make sure you tell them you heard about it on Fan Run Radio. Axel Logistics, now is your time. Are you ready to elevate your driving experience? Then you need to head over to your hometown dealership, Parkside Kia, home of the lifetime warranty. Discover the latest Kia cars and SUVs where technology meets style. Our friendly staff is here to make your car buying experience a breeze. Don't wait. Visit Parkside Kia today and drive home in the Kia of your dreams. Check them out online at parksidekia.com and visit their showroom at 9929 Parkside Drive. Parkside Kia, where your journey begins. Ever been the coach who realized the team's gear just wasn't up to par? Well, if I'm being honest, that was me. Just a downright irresponsible and plain bad coach. Then, SM Athletics changed the game. I want you to picture this. I walk into their store, a coach with a vision. SM Athletics didn't just see a coach. They saw a team's potential. And they delivered custom uniforms so striking. Our team's spirit soared. From cutting-edge apparel to top-notch equipment, SM Athletics transformed our presence. No more unreliable online orders or envying the other team's style. SM Athletics stands for quality, design, and on-time delivery every time. Coaches, elevate your team with SM Athletics. Call 865. 966-3434 or visit smathletics.com. Get the best for your team. Delivered right and on time. So, elevate your team's game by contacting SM Athletics today. What is dedication? My biggest fear in the middle of my addiction was that my kids wouldn't have a father. And I started thinking, you know what? This isn't my story. I definitely had to become a better man to be a better father. It's important to me that my kids are empowered and truly believe that if if they can think it, they can do it. That's dedication. Visit fatherhood.gov to hear more. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. From the Fox Sports Studios in Los Angeles. Here's Eddie Garcia. In the NBA, seven games on the schedule. The Timberwolves fall to the Bulls, 129-123 in overtime. And the Thunder lose to the Jazz, 124-117. So Minnesota and Oklahoma City, as well as Idol Denver and the LA Clippers, are all tied for the top spot in the West. The Clippers are percentage points in front of those three other teams with one fewer loss but one fewer win. Suns beat the Bucks 114-106. Milwaukee now 1-4 under new head coach Doc Rivers. Heat down the Magic, 121-95. Pacers top the Rockets, 132 to 129. Knicks knock off the Grizzlies 123 to 113 and the Mavericks beat the Nets 119 to 107. Top 25 college basketball Clemson scores the big upset of the night winning at number 3 North Carolina 80 to 76. Battle of ranked teams number 13 Baylor beat number 23 Texas Tech 79-73. And in the NHL the Golden Knights beat the Oilers 3 to 1 snapping Edmonton's 16 game winning streak one shy of tying the NHL record. segment of the program right here on fan run radio it is the gi jake show and it is time to fill out the gi jake show betting tracker with brett's bad beats brett what you got i've had some good luck with my soccer picks so i'm gonna stick i got two of those today i'm gonna go uh you can just put forest it's not in him forest but you can put forest just to shorten it and then aston villa 
And then college basketball, I'm going to take Alabama plus the five and a half at Auburn. Uh, plus five and a half. Plus five and a half. And then I'm going to take Providence at home versus Creighton plus two and a half. And then I think the 76ers are. Let me see. I got to pull it back up. I want to take the Sixers at home, uh, getting five and a half versus the Warriors. 76ers, five and a half. Yep. All righty. And what was that other soccer pick? You said Forrest and, and Aston Villa. Aston Villa. All righty. Marcus. Jack. Marcus. Why can't Jack go next? No, you're up. I think we should make a deal. You ready for this? This is progress, Drake. At least he's talking about it. What's the deal? I think that if I hit. I'll give you two. If I get two of my four and no. legitimate oh, no. picks. Well, first of all, we have five now. Five? Yes. When do we do five? Because you can't go 60% doing four picks. You can only go 50, 75, 25, just 100, or quick, zero. Just go through do a quick NHL one. If I can do, if I hit two of five, I'll even say two out of five, and I legitimate picks mm. that I genuinely think will win, if I hit two out of five, I'll do it 100%. Nope. Mm. Hold on. If I don't, I get an opt-out two times a week. No. This ain't the NBA. There are no management. No load management. Then I don't know how I can do this. Nope. You're, you're going to have to do I it. I feel like this is a compromise that I'm willing to... All right, tell you what. Uh, we're going to go to Jack, and then we're going to go back to you. Jack, <laughs> your five picks. I know you said you were taking Tennessee minus thir- or 13 and a half tonight. Yes. Uh, they're at minus 14 now. I mean, I wow. think we should handle it. Um, we really just got to get a win at home. Uh, I like Georgia plus nine at Mississippi State, too. Um, you know, Georgia's feisty. They got some good offense, so I think they'll keep it close. Um, I got the Warriors minus four and a half at Philly. Um, the Hawks plus 12 against the Celtics. They ain't winning, but they'll they'll stick around. Celtics have been struggling somewhat at home lately. You take and then, that back. <laughs> and then I got also Alabama plus five and a half at Auburn. Alabama plus five and a half. Mm-mm-mm. All right, Marcus. What do I gain from this? That's what I'm, that's what I'm trying to compromise. It's a part of the show. <laughs> what do I? But what do I gain? Glory. There's no glory. Okay. Well, regardless, rules are rules. And the bylaws, the GI Jake, so Section One, Article One, Row when, One. When was this Senate's written? One. Because it wasn't written on January first. All participants of the GI Jake Show must adhere to the rules and participate in the GI Jake Show betting tracker on Fan Run Radio, 1057 FM, thirteen forty AM on your free Fan Run Radio app and on FanRunRadio.com as per <laughs> the show host, GI Jake, aka Jake Miller, aka the betting connoisseur, aka the NASCAR aficionado, at eleven forty eight AM, February the seventh of twenty twenty four. You signed the contract, Marcus. So you just I did not sign any contract, Jack. Don't you lie. And second of all, I, this is a rule that you just made just now. I don't, Make your damn picks. I'll I'll pick it this once and then I'm like I'm I'm telling you. No. No, you What are, do you mean? You no. are you're a part of the show. You are a part of the betting tracker. I don't think that's how that works. That is how this works. I don't think that's how that works. Uh, who's the host? Who the boss? <laughs> Whose name's on the show? Well, I mean Who's nice enough to get on three way call with y'all? Three-way call? Yeah. We haven't done a three-way call. We tried. How was it work? Well, shouldn't it's have worked. my fault. I, <laughs> I can tell I'm you kidding. the same I'm thing I'm that kidding. I said over text that one day. I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Go to work. Go to work. Anyway, I need your five picks. I'm only doing this once. No, you're doing this every day. <laughs> doing it once. No, you're doing it every day. 
And if I go 0-5, I'm deleting every betting app I have on my phone. It'll never happen again. I'm just letting you know now. Well, the good thing is you can get on the ESPN app, and it'll tell you right then and there. I don't have the ESPN app. Well, you can get on ESPN.com. I don't know how the internet works. <laughs> You're on the internet right now. It's my last one, so you better hope I hit nope. two or more, because otherwise, you know. Give me serious picks. Don't give me anything I'm ridiculous. I'm giving you serious picks. That's why I was making a bet with you. I was making a deal. I was going to give you serious picks that I genuinely believe will win. Because if you give me ridiculous picks, I'm going to ridicule you until you I was going to give right. you genuine picks. Okay, well, give me genuine picks. And then when I don't hit any of them, okay, so I'm you're going back to my boycott. Okay, no, no, so no. you're shaving points. No, 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 no. Don't, don't Point shaving me. Marcus. I'm giving you genuine bets I believe in. Okay. This is legitimate. Okay. And if I don't hit any of them, I'm going back to my boycott. No, you cannot boycott. That is coming from the manager, the owner, the CEO and president of this company. I'm just I'm just letting you know. So what I have here in the five, that's insane that we're going to five now. I have Alabama Moneyline. I think they're still better than Auburn. I think they're still going to get it done even on the road. Wisconsin, uh, minus five and a half against Michigan. I've got... UCLA money line going to Stanford. Florida Gulf Coast over Eastern Kentucky. And the more questionable one I would say would be Providence at home versus Creighton. Providence money line. Yes. All those are money line except for the Wisconsin spread. All righty. Well, I'm, I'm glad you participated today, man. I, I'm really glad you decided to participate and uh, grace us with your presence. I'm just saying 0 and 5. I, there might be a vehicle in a lake with my name on it. I'm just like, I just put it out there. Do we have lakes? We got a creek right out back. We got a creek. We got a river over here. I can drive you up to Norris Lake. I can drive you down to Loudon Lake. Lake. Yeah. You're going to let me? I don't like that you're like saying, yeah, if you go on five, I'll drive you to the lake. I thought you were going to win all five and go get a new car is what you meant. How much money do you think I'm putting down? <laughs> I don't know. When you did your betting thing with on John and Cody's show, you you would always put a lot of money down, That's right? Not or true you at would, all. or you would go for high. No, when I used to be the parlay puss before that got <laughs> taken away from me, I well, would please stop saying that. I would put five dollars down on my eight legs, and now I'm not allowed to do eight legs anymore. No, you can't. Which is ridiculous, if you ask me. That's responsible gambling. I disagree. Back on talk yeah, sports. At least he was, anyway, back in the day, I used to hit at least you know on the eight legs. I used to hit four out of eight at least, and then there sometimes you, you should got, let him do that. No, but yeah, absolutely now, not. Now that he'd I'm be do, participating, right? It's now, game. now that I've come back to what I'm doing now, I'm <laughs> I'm I feel useless. I feel hopeless. <laughs> well, I feel like an octopus that's gotten three of his legs cut off for no reason for calamari for some some white girl that thinks that you know just because she sushi now that she can be some sort of some sort of connoisseur of the world she thinks that she belongs to society now it doesn't make any sense well and now that marcus is off his soapbox it's time for me to make my picks tonight we're going to take umass at plus five against saint bonaventure saint bonaventure has covered in their last three and as we heard yesterday with the trends that you should follow if they have won three against the spread in their past three games, what do you do? You fade that, right? So we're going to take UMass at plus five. We're also going to take Syracuse against Louisville tonight. Louisville has actually covered two in their last three, two straight. They also just beat Florida State. Louisville's not a good team. Syracuse has lost their last two and not covered 
in their last two. We're going to ride Syracuse tonight on that at minus eight and a half. We're also going to go over here to Western Kentucky. They are on the road tonight against Louisiana Tech. Louisiana Tech has not only won, but covered in their last six games. That comes to an end tonight. We're going to take Western Kentucky at plus 10. We're also going to take SMU, who has not covered in their last five. Rice has covered in their last two. SMU bounces back tonight. I don't know if they'll get the win, but they are going to cover. Actually, yeah, they're going to get the win because in order to cover, they would have to have the win. Uh, Six and a half is the line on that. And then we are going to take Southern Miss against Old Dominion. Old Dominion has covered in their last two. Southern Miss has failed to cover and failed to win their last three. We're going to take Southern Miss at minus five. That is this edition of the G.I. Jake Show betting tracker presented by SM Athletics. If you're looking for top-notch quality, top-notch logo solutions, complete customization, competitive pricing, and always great customer service, check out SM Athletics. Check them out on Facebook. See some of the work that we're doing right now. We got some baseball uniforms that we just did, some basketball uniforms for some travel teams, and they're looking pretty, pretty fresh. Check them out online at smathletics.com. Marcus, how are you feeling about your bets? I mean, not happy, if you want me to be honest with you. I don't, You're not happy? No, I mean. You could have done a B.J. Edwards bet. I did. Why? No, I mean, just will he go over under, under six points? Yes. <laughs> he averages four on the season. He's yeah. crushing it. Marcus, I'm just glad you made your picks today, man. Can, can we all acknowledge that it is ridiculous the way that he was acting about this? I disagree. And I'm going to go as soon as I go over five again, I'm going to go right back to my boycott. I didn't want to do it today, but I put one together to try to convince you to do a little little one-on-one bet with me about like if I can hit at least two, then I'll I'll submit. Well, that sounded weird. But no. No, I wasn't allowed to try to convince you to to work with me on a you know like uh, you're you're the company. I'm the I'm the guy on strike trying to find common ground, and you wouldn't give it to me. What are you doing? A sit-in? You're, you're gonna be like the people up in Washington. They did a sit-in. They were protesting to where you're not supposed to eat on a sit-in. But then all of a sudden, here comes about twenty pizzas for their fat asses that were sitting there in the middle of the state cap or the <laughs> nation's capital. Are you unionizing? Um, I'm. Yeah, yeah. I might start reaching out to the other producers. Uh, Bear, Sam. Um, Whoever's on overtime, I don't know. Dawson. Ah, oh, Dawson. Yeah, I know him. Uh, I think producers uh, should unite. I'm sure Colin Coward's got a producer, too. I'll reach out to them. We'll, yes. we'll unite under this tyranny that is the show hosts. Basketball Brad says Marcus complains about picks sounding like UK fans losing to the Vols. Hmm. Completely different. That's going to do it for us. Thanks, everyone. The Herd with Colin Cowherd coming up next right here on Fan Run Radio. Are you in need of a smile makeover? 